and welcome to an all-new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Abigail Brands and Virginia. My name is Ashley Hobley, joining me today, Ultimate Kieran Marchant. Hey boys and girls, welcome to the hit show of the Marvel cast with your boys. I hope you are enjoying a fantastic day. Thanks. There you go. Also, also joining us, the Astonishing Dumb Light. I wiggle my nose and make some spells happen. Ooh. And then I do jump cut magic to perform <laughs> special effects. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so everyone clued in from reading the title and for that joke, uh, we're talking about the first two episodes of WandaVision. Uh, first episode, episode one, creatively titled, uh, directed by Matt Shankman, written by Jake Schaefer. Uh, episode two, also directed by Matt Shankman and written by Gretchen Enders. Um... I've got full recaps. I don't know if we'll go through them or not uh, for both episodes. But uh, Kieran, what do you what do you think of WandaVision? What what were your expectations going in? I didn't have much expectations. I I, I knew the basic premise. I understood that they were going to be shifting through different times in terms of stylings for the show episodes. Um, I knew that I had heard that the second episode was heavily um influenced by Bewitched. Um. But I kind of went into it with an open mind, not knowing that I was going to be confused, like knowing that the purpose of the show is to be confused, to kind of be unraveling what's going on, um, even kind of going back to, you know, being based off a lot of the comic books, supposedly where um, where Wanda is making up this reality in her head while she's going fairly crazy in like the House of M storylines. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was, it, I think... It's to the point where I was I was enjoying it, even though there were sections where I was like, I have no idea what's going on, or if it's not like the actual. I guess the actual substance was a bit like, oh, I don't care about the actual like kind of overall what's going on, but I liked picking up on all the little kind of things going underneath, and um, I really enjoyed like Bettany's performance the entire time. I thought Bettany was fantastic throughout all of it so far. So um, no, it was it was really good. Cool, Dylan. What are your thoughts? This was some grade A shit. I'm telling you right now. I <laughs> shoveled these two episodes down and I was ready to sniff some more straight back up. I was I was like, yeah, boy, we're doing some weird and wacky shit and I'm all about it. Um, this is like as much as, you know, you, you, you're listening along on this podcast feed and we're re-watching the Marvel movies. I think it's pretty obvious by now that the, the, the more straightforward blockbuster things aren't particularly my... Uh, my favorite of the Marvel movies. I kind of get bored of that. And after 20 plus films to finally, I know this is a TV show, but it's got a, bu- it's like got the budget of a fucking mm, Marvel definitely. movie. I don't know when I don't have the number in front of me, but I looked it up the other day and I think it's like the most expensive thing. One of the most expensive streaming shows or definitely the most, it's more expensive Mando, I think as well, but um, it is, them finally going well, let's just try and do some weird different thing well, I think which makes sense because they do that in the comics they always do weird and wacky storylines in the comics like one shot six six six, six issue storylines you know offshoot random things alternate timelines blah 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 get weird with it and they're finally doing that and i'm like yes please all well, about this i guess one of the big things is the fact that i guess some it's clicked for them that they're no longer having to win people over or to get fans in they're not having to they've just kind of registered the fact that we can kind of try whatever we want and people are just going to watch it. So let's allow these weird storylines. Let's start, you know, as we look at phase four, let's start dipping into some unknown, more unknown franchises or um, characters. Well, that's, a, they're, that's a, they're the other funny thing. The other funny thing I, I thought about, I realized today 
was that this is the start of phase four. Yeah. But in an alternate reality, it was supposed to be Black Widow. I was I was, was actually yeah, the having the discussion today about I was I wonder if in whatever reason Black Widow gives any more context to what's going on in WandaVision because that I said because I was having a discussion actually with my dad um, a couple hours ago because he just watched it and we were going through conspiracy theories about it and what people were theorizing <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> Are they just he, theories? Like conspiracy theories? No, like it. like dad was like, oh, well, I've read all these articles and I was like trying to be like, well, no, nah, I don't think that one to be right and whatever. But <laughs> even we were like, it, that's the thing is that we're going into this with having no inclination about where the MCU's going right now other than kind of movie titles that we can theorize about. We don't know what it's heading towards, so this is kind of a blank page for WandaVision, and WandaVision is the weirdest thing to be put on that blank page as a starting point for it. Well, on that point, I'll say this: the the one of the, the creator of this show, and one of the one of at least one of the writers, uh, yep. what's her name, Jack Schaefer, Schaefer, Jack Schaefer, yeah, Jack Schaefer. Uh, she wrote Black Widow. So, as to the whole, will is there possibly connections between Black Widow and this? I'm going to say yes, because she was one of the writers of Black Widow that was supposed to come out before this, and then she's the creator and writer of this. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. There is uh, there, there is stuff that will probably make a bit more sense, especially if, and I, like, I don't want to get too far ahead in case you want to do things in chronological order, but just to put a pin in it, especially if Black Widow has stuff to do with, like, Sword in it or yeah. any of these other sort of things that they're playing around with that maybe that was sprinkled a little bit more of in in Black Widow, then that would all make sense. Um, but, like, sticking to... As for, like, just these two episodes without going to, like, uh, what do we think is happening next? It's just... I, I, I think the number one thing that was kind of annoying me after watching these and loving it was then going on Twitter and seeing people being like... I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. Am I supposed to have read a comic book to understand what's happening? Like, this is silly. I don't get it. And I was like, no one understands what's happening. We're all in this <laughs> together. Like, and I was, I was actually saying this to my dad. Love that he hasn't watched it. But I was just, I needed someone to complain to about it. Um, I was like, you remember ten years ago, Lost was the number one TV show on TV. And everyone would watch that show weekly, not knowing having not having a fucking clue <laughs> what was happening week by week. But they were like, "Yeah, I'm all in on this." And then within the ten years since Lost, we've had Netflix rise, we've had streaming TV shows rise, we've had the binging of TV shows like rise. People are now used to just TV shows out. They go, "Cool, I'll watch it all in a day. I'm done. Cool. Do I not understand something? I'll go on YouTube, find out what's happening." So to have a show come out where it's just, literally you're along for a ride, and it's also like, is this scene important or is it just them having fun with the time yeah. zone and no one really knows and i it's i'm like man some of y'all just need to be well, more willing to strap in week by week and have have fun with the show for if once, you reflect you know? on it as well there's this is the first time the mcu has not had an overarching quote-unquote direction to go in because even since iron man so iron man the overall direction iron man was leading up to was avengers it, it was building towards avengers um, and we understood that as viewers. As soon as you watched that Nick Fury uh, ending credit scene, you were like, oh, okay, we're heading towards Avengers. And then after Avengers, you knew we were heading towards Infinity War, like the Infinity Stones and Thanos. And so in the back of your mind, throughout watching every other Marvel movie, you know where this is building up to. This is the first thing where we have no idea where they're going with it. And I, I personally, I think that's absolutely fantastic. 
and I love yeah. that. But it's like, and on top of that, it's not a straightforward story. Yes. It's a yeah, what exactly. the hell's even happening? <laughs> yeah. So it's supposed to add to that confusion and add to that what is going on here and that mystery to it. And and I guess there must be a, a decent chunk of the community that are watching the show that don't feel comfortable because they don't know what they they can't have that meta brain going on in the background being like, okay, we're building towards this. This is what we're doing. Um, which My- I think is really interesting. Um, my one other thing I'll point out, like for just on the the basis of this show, it makes me have other high hopes for potentially Star Wars series in the, in in the future because I'm like, okay, if this does well enough and people by the end are a bit more receptive to uh, a Marvel property going a bit more weirder and outside the box of what's a typical Marvel thing, does that mean I can get some Star Wars things kind of going outside the box? Because I know people like to go, well, Mandalorian sort of straight. It's like, it's still Star Wars. Like, it feels like Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Don't don't try and tell me that it's not your typical Star Wars. I understand it's not yeah, a movie, no. but it's 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 still fucking but it Star got Wars. But it got pulled in that direction. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I've for years been saying I want a Star Wars horror movie, so... Like if if this helps me get <laughs> if weirder <laughs> things like this help me get down that road then I'm mm. all about it. Um, I don't I don't know where you want to go next, but I just also want to say that Paul Bettany, who I haven't seen do a comedy movie in uh, years and years and years, but he was in The Knight's Tale, and I'm pretty sure this was the most fun he's had since doing A Knight's Tale. <laughs> literally during episode two, where he was doing his go like the uh, chewing gum was messing up yeah. with him, and he was doing the magician's piece. I was like, this is Paul Bettany in A Knight's Tale. Like this is exactly what this is. This is the yeah, vibe. I'm pretty I'm sure. It's, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty I sure they were like, like, just do a Knight's Tale. And uh, I was like, I'm down go for, for it. This is fantastic. Paul Bettany seems like he's having an absolute blast. Yeah, uh, I will say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what they were going for. Obviously, these are very much homages to uh, TV series like, like you said, Bewitched. I Love Lucy. Uh, I Dream of Genie. Those kind of shows. Um, Dick Tracy show. Yeah, uh, Dick Van Dyke show. Dick Van Dyke show. Dick Van Dyke, sorry, yes. Did you say Those Dick kind of- Tracy? Yeah, Dick Tracy. The, <laughs> the prime investigator. Wow. Spoilers <laughs> for his the- wacky family. <laughs> Spoilers for the episodes ahead. Uh, uh, I just felt like the only thing I- issue I had was I felt like the breadcrumbs were like too far apart, you know? I didn't feel like there was enough clues or stuff to get you invested into the overall or is there <laughs> or is there yeah you know well that's uh, the thing if you read on if you read what people are writing about or like what they're trying to break down it's like some of it is the most minute shit that you're like okay sure if you want to look there but i feel like you're just trying to dig at something for the sake of digging at it but um yeah, yeah. That, definitely that it yeah if it doesn't feel like uh, is giving me a reason to watch yet, other than the awesome performances and that kind of stuff, you know. So, but uh, on I, like, I agree to a point that it's like you watch two episodes and you're like, where where are we going with this? And I feel like the third episode, I feel like that's why they released two episodes at once, and then the third episode yeah. is going to give you a little bit more story, and that's why they and did that's it. That's probably way. why they gave three episodes to media. Ahead. Yes, I th- and I think that's why it's rolled out this way. But to that regard, I it's just like. That, that whole, especially in episode two, that whole magician segment, I, it has nothing to do with the, the overarching story, I'm sure. But fuck, it was funny and I was having a great time. Like, so I don't even care, you know? Well, the, the, thing, the thing was, I think episode two had a lot more story in it. Like, a lot more of that kind of overarching story in it. I think episode one's segments were probably a little bit more hidden, a little bit more few and far between, whereas 
the you know the whole stuff with the helicopter and the radio going weird and the beekeeper at the end i feel like it is slowly ramping up more and more in the episodes Mm. um but definitely if that first episode was released by itself it would probably be a large a lot more confusion for the mass public definitely i definitely feel like the second episode was stronger obviously you get um what's a what's actress what's the name Catherine Hahn or yeah the neighbor Agnes yeah no we saw Agnes in the first one um Monica Rambeau uh, or Geraldine, the neighbor. Yeah. Uh, so she's introduced. So you get more of an idea of the things that are moving along. Uh, I popped because, uh, what's her name? Anna Caulfield from Buffy showed up in the second episode. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen her in anything since then. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess, I don't know. Uh, the big question I've wrote down that I feel like will be a running question throughout this entire Afterwatch series. Uh, what the fuck is happening? so kieran what the fuck is happening (laughs) um either so this is the confusion so my my theory so far is that it is going on the storyline of um wanda is building this alternate kind of conscience in her out of her own powers to kind of make up for the grief and everything going on after post endgame uh but at the same time she is in a location that's being watched over by sword itself or sword has captured her, or something. Or I don't, I don't hundred percent know. There's people trying to break her out of whatever these visions are. I like the theory of. Um, there's another theory that I was reading where uh, in the shot with um, Vision carrying Wanda through the threshold of the the house. Um, there's a comic book uh, that had from a number of years ago that that was the front. That was one of the first panels, and in that comic book, the the number on the door was the number of the universe they were in um in this viewing it's completely like it was like 2800 or something which is a completely different number to that which i like to think of this as either another timeline that they've kind of run off to where vision's alive again um it's making all these weird things happen uh but uh, to be honest all i can say is i i really don't have a clue overall like <laughs> like really like there is so many things you can break down where it's like okay the helicopter was painted in red and yellow and silver so that seems to be some relation to stark or iron man but at the same time is it a sword helicopter the beekeeper the beekeeper in theory could be theorized to be something to do with aim Uh, we definitely know swords involved because of the ending of episode one uh it's just yeah it's a whole lot of uh not nonsense and everything that i'm sure once we take a step back and the curtains kind of been fully uh opened up like they do in the magic show We'll kind of understand what's going on, um, but I still think we're waiting for that moment. Yeah. Uh, so to be clear, for people who don't know, Sword, the Sentient World Observation and Response Department, uh, was a offshoot of Shield in the Did comics. They didn't hasn't the name changed for the MCU? Apparently, maybe I don't Possibly. think they've introduced Shield Sword yet, have they? They haven't officially introduced Sword, as far as I saw. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with that until they change it. Uh, introduced. Uh, December 2004 in Astonishing X-Men Volume 3, uh, number 6, written by Joss Whedon and John Cassidy. So uh, that's where S.W.O.R.D. comes from. Uh, Yeah, it definitely seems like they're involved in some way. I have a hunch she's just all kind of going... It's either all going inside Wanda's head uh, and she's being attacked by some outside force or maybe she's completely changing reality as we know it. That's a possibility. I think... I legit think that she has trapped this entire town. 
not like on purpose. Movie. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I cannot remember the plot of the. The massive movie. dome came around. <laughs> a massive around. dome came down. It. Just That's trapped the plot them of all under the dome from inside, Stephen King. No, trapped them all inside the Truman Show. Uh, yeah. Well, no. I guess Truman Show is more like like that would I, be interesting. I, I, actually, what if she's? It's like someone's trying to do a Truman Show esque no. thing, but Wanda's stuck I, inside. I I think that she has cracked over the grief of losing Vision, and and. Without really meaning to, she uh, she's kind of just caused this vortex of her abilities and, and kind of entrapped a whole bunch of people within it. And the sword and potentially other uh, groups and people have like sort of parked outside the town where her her thing is happening and they're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and I don't really know why it's being presented to us as a TV show other than the memes, but... <laughs> like I, I, I <laughs> the thing is that even Sword, who's watching this, is it having it presented as a TV show. Mm. I don't know, <laughs> but that, which I, is I, why, I, where, where I'm like, if it was a whole town, why would it be presented as a TV show? Well, there's there's some funny things. So, like the number one thing that stood out to me, without having to dive into YouTube, because then those people are like, oh my god, the date in the calendar, and I'm like. Past. All these little things that I was completely <laughs> not even missing up on, no. but the the thing this is not going to be an M depth. No, the, the number one thing, the number one thing that stood out to me just watching it was that um, first episode you have the, the the boss and the wife come over. You think they're going to be main characters, obviously, because Vision, uh, it's Vision's boss, and he's the whole first episode is about him getting his promotion, so surely that's important. And then where does he go in episode two? Well, he he's literally work. It's gone. The weekend. It's the it's weekend. Li- Why is the it's boss involved in the talent show or anything like that? He's not but there. he's you would well no because his wife is sitting there and he's not there. But everyone else is. I don't know. Like he doesn't make he, any he, appearance. He, he doesn't want to show up at the talent show. He's busy. Entire community. I reckon he's dead. He's too busy playing golf. Somewhere. You reckon he's dead? Yeah, I reckon it's dead. I reckon she wiped him. Um, I I I reckon it's just lots of weird things. I reckon people are going to start dropping. That, that well, no, her I out think, or... the thing is, I think there are characters in the world that know what's going on. Like I'm super suspicious suspicious of her neighbor and stuff. Of I'm Agnes, like, yeah, of Agnes. Where I'm like, what's going? Like you seem to know more than you're letting on here, and you keep talking about your husband, yet your husband's nowhere to be seen or anything in, in this. It's just very, yeah. I think people on a lot of the theories online is that she's some witch. Uh... Who I can't remember the name of, but some yeah. witch that has a relationship to Wanda in the comics or something along those lines. Um, other the that, Emerald I Witch. Th- yeah, I think that sounds no. about right. Sure. It's a joke because she's the Scarlet Witch. Uh, or something witch. Um, then you've got, so I'm pretty sure we're all sure that the, the voice saying who's doing this, she Wanda, is Randall Park. I feel like that's a lock. I think I he was like long. I think it was long rumored he was in the show. Yeah, or... he's, he's definitely confirmed to be in the show. So yeah, so I think that's. Um, I think if you listen to it once, you think it's his voice. You'll probably like your brain will probably click a bit more because ever since I thought it was him, like I just hear him in that, which makes sense because um, f- for people who can't remember, the last time we saw him was Ant Man and, and, and the Wasp, Wasp, who he was the main sort of 
pain in the ass while Batman and the Wasp. Did he get talked into getting a promotion or something? I can't remember. Something. He's like, oh, I've got this other job i got to go to. So it's like, well, is that sword? Like, what's the, <laughs> what's the go? So I think that that would all add up. Um, and I'm going to assume that... Well, here's the other big question. The main question I actually have is not really like what's going to happen or all these sorts of things because for the most part, I'm like, I have no fucking idea. But the thing I keep thinking about is like, uh, is by, by the end of this series, will Vision or a different Vision be back alive? Like, is that the... I believe so. I, I, I believe the kind of the... I don't want to say the whole point of the show, but one of the main objectives of the show is to bring Vision back in the fold of the universe. I think so too. Mm. I think they. I think they're going to bring you back because um, if you, I, it's one of the things where because they they don't go into too much detail about it in Endgame. Is where did the Mind Stone get put back to, um, by Captain Rogers? That's a good because, question. Because like, where did that Mind Stone go? Because technically, in that universe, in that timeline, Thanos doesn't no, happen. No, because no. That he would have put it back where they pick up the th- Mind Stone from. So Mind Stone's in Loki's but... scepter. So they would have put that back, and then eventually that would have eventually gone and got ripped out of Vision's head by Thanos. And then there would but, have been the five-year gap, and then they go back and get the Mind Stone. No, but the moment Steve goes back, that creates an alternate timeline. But it doesn't affect the timeline they're in. No, this is why time travel in the Avengers movie is actually really fucking complex and annoying <laughs> and doesn't live by any of its own rules. Where the whole stuff with Steve, as I really hope one day, they properly explain that because I feel like Steve going back adjusts the timeline massively. If you want to believe the rumors, then maybe yeah, it'll happen. It, yeah, I would highly hope it does because that had to have either <laughs> caused alternate timelines or put separations in. Um, the incredible. So you're gonna say universe. you're gonna say it's an alternate timeline vision. Yes, I I would I would presume that would be that could be the case for it. Which would sort of fit with the upcoming uh, Doctor Strange it's movie, Doctor Strange, I guess. Yep. Yeah, like we we we're presuming with that we're going alternate timelines or something, and we know that Wanda's involved in that. So yeah, sure. I I I honestly feel like, um. I know how much related this is, but I feel like between this and Doctor Strange, uh, between those two things or like whatever's going on here, at some stage, all of this is setting up for X-Men personally. And I don't mean by like introducing X-Men characters. I just mean having some sort of event or something trigger the X-Gene. That's that's what I've been thinking mm. more. Because I'm like, they still need a catalyst. Is, you know my, what I mean? My like, problem is... If they go up the route of triggering the X gene, it then kind of robs you of having Charles Xavier's story as well as um, Magneto's story as well, because like they're so, and that's that's where I'm like, okay, but are they going to? You've seen how many times we've we seen that though. We've seen it, but are we going to put ourselves in an X Men reality for the MCU without those characters? I think, I think you can do those two characters justice by keeping to their roots without having to. To tell their um, Auschwitz, uh, like Germany. Well, I don't think they need to retell it. Backstory. I just think it's important that it's there. But does is what's important to the character that they got that their powers when they were sixteen? Does that change the story at all? Well, I mean, the, the story for those two was always that they one was uh, 
the Magneto was based on Malcolm X and Professor X was based on uh, Martin Luther King, right? Mm. That was that was the apparent basis. So if you want if you want to boil down what that means from like a creation standpoint for what those characters means, it means that they're two characters who were both fighting for uh, racial inequality and these sorts of issues in America, and that translated to uh, mutant genes and that sort of thing in the comics. However, like in real life, Malcolm X was the extremist who wanted to uh, sort of segregate. Uh, look it up if you don't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm yeah. X. Anyway, and that was the basis. So I feel like you could do those sort of characters without the like, history. Even, without having them go start all the way back with their actual comic book storyline. You could still fit that sort of rivalry and like personality type fitting. Mm. And I, I know I've said it a few times by now, but I still just think the second they're like, oh, they've been around for, <laughs> you know, years in the background, well, the X-Gene, think, I'll be like, come on, no, you can't. I don't think that is, but I do think just some, uh, like the events of Doctor Strange are just going to involve, like, another universe, like, slamming into their universe and causing the creation of something new that Possibly. has the X-Men. I, I have seen one theory, not to go too far after the dependent, but I've seen one theory where people are like, well, what if they just say that Thanos' snap caused the X-Gene? And I'm like, I could buy it. Like, I'm I'm open to that if you, if you want to do that as the thing. Yeah. Even, so. Tony Ta- even Tony Stark's X-Gene snap does it either as well. Could be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, as like a kind of a catalyst from that happening, so there's a side effect. effect from that. Yeah, so there's a side effect of that action. Um, I yeah. think that'd be a really interesting way to take it. Mm. Um, as for I guess other things that stand out in the like question thing, shield is obviously. Um, sorry, not shield. Um, sword, sword. It's the most interesting one because they um, they were like made to look after uh, intergalactic. Things, I guess, mm. the, the wedding, right? Which um, to me is interesting because obviously the other movie that was meant to be in before this came out was Eternals. Yes. Does that so have that, something to do with it? Well, yeah, it's not possible. It's like, it. the whole out of whack of movies completely just the things because I know we haven't got to it in our rewatch, but from memory, that, that after credit sequence from Far From Home, everyone theorized that that was possibly on a sword ship. Or sword base or something yes. like that. Yeah. That was that was the hot theory that I know a lot of people had, and I remember at the time going, "Nah, don't don't really think that's a thing." But obviously now, with <laughs> knowing that swords in, and uh, when, definitely when we get to that final movie in our rewatch, I'll be going, eh, "Maybe." I will say, <laughs> the, the technology of sword that was shown in the uh, the end of episode one did seem very dated and very um, kind of that old school technology, not anything new or up to date. It's like they're using a CCTV or whatever, but I'm like, is that because they have to? Like, is it for whatever weird reason? Because these episodes only come out on tape. (sighs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe maybe that's it. Maybe Wanda, like, shoots a tape out. Like, here's (laughs) the pilot. (laughs) Here's episode one. Here, you got to find out what's going on. I I don't know. Who knows what's going on? I'm definitely, there's so many things. Like, I know these first two episodes just feel like they're kind of of their own thing because we know as we're getting further into it, we're going to have more characters show up and uh, things. Uh, and I don't just mean within uh, Wanda's world, but obviously the real world we're going to find out and see more about. And we know Kat Dennings is in this, uh, whatever her yep. character, her, she's returning Darcy. from Thor. That's it. She's returning, which again, the fact that she's returning, I'm like, 
Like, I like her in that role. I like Kat Dennings in that role. It's fun. But, you know, like, in the scheme of things, I'm like, how does she fit so importantly into having to come help with... She was a psychologist. And it's well, interesting that she comes into it and not um, Skarsgård is not brought back for it. Like Maybe he's here too. Yeah. I know, everyone could be fucking here for all we know. There's, I, I, the other thing, I've seen lots of good theories and like wants because obviously with the whole, oh, we're doing a TV show thing, they can have heaps of weird actors come in. Like, I, I actually saw one today where, um, who's the guy who voiced Ultron? Um, fucking James Spader. James Spader. People like, they should have James Spader come in and play like just, an, like not Ultron, but like someone in the show that's in like sort of uh similar sort of me, like I want to rule this place attitude or something like that. The mayor just, or something, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Which is it could happen because bo- that'd be an interest for like a new boss in Vision's workplace or something. Yeah. Because like, yeah. basically a lot of the things seem to be uh manifestations of, of Wanda's mind in some degree or another. Like, for example, the helicopter, which everyone's sort of gone, that is Iron Man related, obviously, because of the colours and whatever else. But I, I, I think between that and the blinking light that was in the, was it toaster? Something like that. It was a toaster yeah, or something. Well, or, the toaster is, the, the correlation with that, they think the toaster is supposed to be related to the mine or whatever, the, the bomb that didn't yeah, go and off. I, I, for, I think that's yeah. the same as the helicopter. Like, I, I think that all the, the colors of it being related to Tony dropping out of the sky, being a helicopter, I think the blinking of the light getting faster and faster and faster on the toaster, I think all of that is a manifestation of her memories of sitting there laying and waiting for that bomb to go off. Uh, in, in the same sort of way, I would say that the beekeeper at the end of episode two um, should not be taken literally. Uh, and, you know, obviously there's a lot in the show you probably shouldn't take literally. I don't actually think that will not come... I don't think it's come back, like, for the next episode. I just think that was a manifestation of her mind, and I think it is from AIM, and I think that's because whatever his name was, Baron, whatever fucking douchebag... Baron, Baron Strucker. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, Could they make Jack the, the ad for the watchers? Yes. One of the head dudes of AIM was... No, that's... that's well, that's he was involved AIM. in AIM. That was Hydra. That's Hydra, my dude. Yeah, well, AIM, AIM in the show. AIM hasn't AIM hasn't featured yet in, has a, MCU. in no. MCU. No. But he was a sh- sh- No, AIM was um what's his face? Guy Pierce. Was it? I think so. Guy no. Pierce? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that even I even though I, we've only just recently watched Iron Man 3, <laughs> I don't I was going to say I thought the yep. Oh no, Aldrich Killian does Killian, Aldrich okay. Killian runs AIM. Yeah. And I thought, you sure? That's it's why not- I'm posting. <laughs> you sure it doesn't come? <laughs> I, I swear it came back to Age of Ultron as that being like no. us. Um, without well, them ever calling it AIM. I, I think the interesting point is uh, for a lot of people's discussions, it's a lot of people's discussions are focused on the beekeeper itself rather than the fact that what Wanda's reaction to the beekeeper and her kind of deleting its existence from it and rewinding back to moments beforehand. Mm. Um, like, I think that's a more kind of pivotal moment. Well, she just straight up says no. Like, stuff. obviously, she yeah. just doesn't want it to happen, whatever it is. So, like... I would assume it's, like, a metaphor for somebody with, like, needles and shit. You know? yeah. Like, maybe either the person who was, in fact, like, giving her her powers originally or yeah. somebody who's... Dosing her currently. Yeah, so all right. Well, I'm still sticking by my theory. I'm going to say AIM was involved in 
her creation. The only thing is, I don't know if having both AIM and... Oh, I don't think AIM was involved in her creation. I'm sticking to it. It could I'm be Hive. It in. Hive. Hive is the thing, isn't it? Locking it in. Hive? See, I, I'm is not it? saying they're going to be involved in the show. I'm saying that it was just a... It's a manifestation because they were involved in her, like, being made into uh, superpower. And that's why she's seeing it. Like, a, it's like a nightmare figure. I'm not saying AIM and S.W.O.R.D. are going to be like... No, but I'm just confused about the, a, the the theory that AIM and Hydra work together at some point. Why not? I don't know. Hydra don't seem to be like that kind of style. But I guess at the point of Ant-Man shortly after it, they're very much like, oh, Hydra's changed. <laughs> Hydra's literally like a spin-off of an already fucked up <laughs> Nazi yeah. group. Yeah. And then a spit, and then <laughs> Hydra spun off Years later, are like, yeah, we've, we're Hydra still, but we're making some of our own rule changes. Like, it's just always doing what they want. They've like, got to adapt. <laughs> crazy Pesky. villains. Cut off, <laughs> cut, off, <laughs> cut off one head, two more heads come. Yeah, there you, there you go. There you go. There you go. One more, two more. Twins, some would say. There you go. No. Twins. Tw- speaking oh, of twins, uh, Wanda's pregnant at the end of this episode. Uh, from shots I've seen of... Uh, I've seen Vision and Wanda holding babies at one point. Uh, uh, is this leading up to Young Avengers, possibly? Because uh, the, her children who were brought back to life in her psychosis are Wiccan and Speed of the Young Avengers. It's something along those lines. I can't remember exactly the, the story. I'm going to say no, because it's all... I feel it's like they're... So. It, I mean, it's another thing they're setting up the pieces for. Kate Bishop, obviously, a person who's in the Young Avengers. Uh, Cassie Lang's a character who's in the Young Avengers. No, seven pieces. I feel like they could, it would be a lot for one nine episodes to go. We brought back Vision. We've given I don't think them it's children. Be- <laughs> <laughs> They've got superpowers too. They're now part of the yeah. Young Avengers. Go like it feels like a lot for yeah nine episodes. I feel like it's a manifestation or again, like I'm just gonna say it's just her mind going like she dreamt of having kids with Vision or something along the something along those lines. That's that's all I would say it is. If they, if they bring Vision back to life by the end of the show, sure, give me... They can have kids a year f- later or something like that in some fucking movie. All right. I, think I don't we'll know how that works, by the way, because he's got a robot cock, but that's... <laughs> As we found out, it's all machinery inside there. All just gears and shit. All gears and cogs. Yeah, yeah crazy. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Also, the other thing I found funny is that, like, this show... So, because it's all from Wanda's point of view, right? Well, presumably this is all coming from Wanda's mind. I never thought that the show would ever cut away from her. Wanda. And but go it to does. These. I it really does. enjoyed, I yeah. actually really enjoyed the, both the vision segments of him at work and him at the neighborhood watch section. I thought the neighborhood watch section was actually quite funny. Yeah, they're great, um, but it just makes me go, how is she making him have these scenes away from you know what I mean? Because I, f- you know, you would think that if she's controlling well, everything, no, that think, anyone not in her vision would kind of just stop around the corner until they called upon again. But you know I what I mean? Like, her, because her vi- in her vision, well, in her vision, vision is so tangible. I think he has his own kind of will or his own figment itself that she doesn't have control over. Um, that is kind of more doing his own thing within the world and and wonder is having the world and making sure these things are happening for him to be facilitated within it for him not to be like for i think for almost so vision himself doesn't work out that there's a problem or there's something weird going on Hmm. yeah 
I think that's the way we'll leave it for this episode. Uh, let us know on Twitter what you thought of the episode. What are your theories, thoughts? Uh, how, what do you feel about the song Yakety Yak? Let us know on Twitter by going to explosion.com slash Twitter. You'll find all our individual Twitter handles over there. Uh, so make sure next week you watch the next episode of WandaVision and join us next time for another all-new Marvel Cup. feel about harmonicas fine can never play them i hate the fucking things